Can we do? Can we also do more of a build up in the beginning? Like this is our Halloween show. Hey guys, we got a special Halloween treat for you today. We are going to be covering a ghost story. Terry Pomeranian said that after they realized the police couldn't help them, they asked their pastor to come out, but he was afraid. So they turned to the Catholic Church. A priest came out and blessed the house, and after that, the activities increased. Terry said at any time a church tried to help, activities increased, and he learned to dread their help. He said it felt like it made it mad, and then things got worse. Ominous. Yeah. The following is an excerpt of a report written by this eye is fucking freaking me out too. Is it cool? It is great, but it's also scaring the shit out of me. I think I might move out of my house now just from this the picture of this eye. The following is an excerpt from a report written by a Saginaw County Sheriff Deputy, Harry Gath. This officer arrived at the complainant's address on Dice Road and on doing so made a check of the surrounding area. After having done so, I found no one or any vehicle in the area. Upon talking to the complainant, he stated that there was banging on the wall so hard it actually broke a hole directly through the plaster from one room straight through to the other. The complainant also stated that he heard voices coming from the walls saying he was going to kill him and his entire family. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's something you do not want your walls to say to you. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine, like, the banging I might be able to stay for. I might think, like, there might be a reason. There might be something we don't understand. But as soon as the walls started telling me they were going to kill me and my entire family. Yeah. I'd burn down the place. Burn it fucking down. Yeah. 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 In, de- in December 1974, deputies and state police troopers both say the house began to undergo a series of strange explosions. Consumer Power and Michigan Bell used equipment to see if they could find the source of the explosion, and they could not. A deputy who was a good officer with military experience came to investigate one of the explosions. He said he felt something push him, and after that he refused to go back into the Pomeranian house. Yeah, this, uh, Terry says this officer, um, he was leaning against their refrigerator when one of these explosions happened and the explosion was so powerful. It, um, kicked the, uh, refrigerator up maybe a foot in the air is what he said. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. And it, it hurt this, um, deputy so, so bad, bad that he had to go on medical leave. Like it, it oh, fucked his wow. back up really bad. Yeah. Wow. And they saved through the explosions. Come on y'all. Like yeah. get, Get out of there. Get out of there. Something's lifting up your refrigerator. It's probably one of those uh, earthquakes that Michigan's so known for. Yeah. Yeah, probably. An officer was friendly with the Pomeranians. Sorry. 
It's hard not to say Pomeranian. I can't. I think that we are saying Pomeranian. An officer was friendly with the Pomerane. <laughs> I can't. Say it again. Pomeranian. 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 Pom- Pom- Pomeranians. Hey, can I say Pomeranians? Before we go further, I want to ask, Adam, can I leave myself saying it the proper way in case you ever hear me? Can you just dub that back in or no? <laughs> I'll make a song yeah, make- too. Pom, pom, okay. pom, 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 rannings. <laughs> Nailed it. Pomer- so it's Pomeranian? No, that's a dog. Pam, Pama. <laughs> An officer who was friendly with the family invited a friend to the family's house, uh, and that friend brought a Ouija board. When the Ouija board was set up, a knife flew out of the butcher block towards the officer. Shit. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I'm not staying at this house. This is insane. I didn't know that the refrigerator lifted a foot. I guess I'm still really shocked at that, but something, a knife flying at at you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or the pillow thing? Did you guys hear about the pillow thing? No, tell us about the pillow thing. So, uh, uh, Mrs. Pomeranian, um had a pillow from the couch shoot off and hit her, right? So the pillow hits her in the back of the head and then just stays there. And then two of their cousins happen to be there. So they're grabbing it and trying to pull it. And they're like, they said it felt like it was a million pounds. They couldn't take it off her. So she, this pillow was just stuck to the back of her head. For a few minutes before it just fell to the floor. Oh, that's creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. Two Michigan state troopers moved in the house for a week. After a week, the officer found it necessary to get outside help. One of the officers called Duke University's parapsychology department. He spoke with the professor and psychologist Jerry Salflin, PhD, and invited him to research the house. Jerry eagerly accepted. Have you guys ever heard of um, Fetzer? Do you know who? Uh, John Fetzer. At this time, he is the owner of the Detroit Tigers. Oh, okay. And big into parapsychology, um, ab- abnormal thinking. So um, he actually, he paid for, because Duke sent over um, these people but the, uh, this guy paid $15,000 for their time and their expertise to come and take a Whoa. look at this because he was so intrigued by this. Wow, yeah. that was so nice of him. Duke University psych- psychologist professor Jerry Sullivan arrives in Michigan to study the Dice House and aid the Pomeranian family. Dwayne and his mother Mabel were home alone, getting ready for Ash Wednesday services at the church. The professor from Duke University had just left the house and Mabel stopped by the bathroom. Her son's combing his hair and she's probably like, hurry up. And suddenly the toilet paper roll burst into flames. The fire department was called and an investigation was start was started. We got knocking. We got strange voices. We got explosions. Enter fire. Things just randomly start to light on fire now. Yeah. 
Especially the toilet paper that sucks. What if it's the last roll? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're just taking your dookie and you look up and the last of the toilet paper is on fire. Yeah. Like, You're really trying to get me, aren't you? <laughs> Jeez. Unfair. <laughs> the fire marshal concluded in his report regarding the fire of the toilet paper that there was no way humanly possible for toilet paper to have been set on fire by a person. Is that crazy? Yeah. So this goes into it a little bit more. The letter from Duke University dated February 13th, 1975 reads, it should be noted that two members of the Duke University Physical Research Foundation have been conducting extensive testing at the residence to determine the source of the strange noises and strange occurrences taking place there. It is felt by all parties involved that there is some supernatural phenomenon occurring at that location, and it also could be the cause of the fires that have occurred. It is the understanding of the undersigned officer that the burning of the roll of toilet paper is next to humanly impossible when it is rolled up in the normal toilet paper type roll as it is unable to get sufficient oxygen to produce enough heat to sustain burning. I really needed Duke University to say that to me because, or to have that, because I, w- I was like, when I first heard about the, okay, so spontaneous fires, that's scary. But um, when they were like, there's no way humanly possible toilet paper could catch on fire by a human, I was like a little, I was a little questioning that, but this makes sense. Yeah, when you when you like, you would think a roll of toilet paper seems very flammable, but um, if someone's saying that like that just is not how it works, it's too compact. There's not enough weight. There's not enough way to get oxygen to keep that the fire going. That's really yeah. It would be like burning a dictionary. So when the when asking the family why this happened, they have a theory. They believe the house was cursed by a witch. A woman came over to the house and was interested in buying the property. Harold said, I ain't selling you our house. Why would you want to buy our house when you have a brand new home across the road? She came back again, and this time she was more forceful. Terry said she was adamant that she wanted the house in the worst way. There was an argument between her and Harold. Harold always thought that she may be responsible for all of the paranormal events at the house. Yeah. um, Listening to Terry talk, it seems like that's what the family believes is that this witch cursed them. Hmm. I want to just say really quickly, too, that we're not anti-Wiccan. We're just telling you a story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So believe what you want to believe. It just... um, I've. Don't want you to think that we are um, coming after you with this story. We're not. She had told neighbors that she was an ordained witch and she practiced witchcraft. She was seen several times coming out of the Dice Road Cemetery at odd hours of the night. This woman had three black X's on her garage door. The Catholic priest who came to the house said, those are signs of evil worshipers. Oh, you think if I put that on my garage door, my neighbors will stop talking to me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And then I can send them these pre- this Prezi. An- anonymously. <laughs> Just 
you know, get to that part. According to David Lednicki, former fu- former firefighter from Jonesfield Lakesfield Fire Station, the gal, the woman, the woman's other, the woman that people were calling the witch, the gal was outside dancing around her bush, out there in her yard. He wondered what the heck is going on. Suddenly, there was a loud noise, and the living room ceiling cracked the full length from east to west, a big crack in the living room ceiling. Then she quit dancing, he added. Obviously, I believe it. After going through it, I believe there was witchcraft. Uh, Terry also said that this lady was known for, um, she would, when it was rain, like out, out in the woods, you know, when you're out in country folk, you burn your own garbage. Mm-hmm. That's really common. Mm-hmm. And he said that this lady would uh, often go out while it was fully raining and take wet garbage and put it out there and would burn it. And they would watch her because like every, every aspect of that is wet. And they're like, how did, how did she do that? So <laughs> they were really obsessed with this lady. Mm-hmm. Power ratings. Mm-hmm. Like before this thing even happened then. Is that right? No, this was, uh, so, um, she showed up pretty early, but it was after it had started happening. Okay. Peculiar. Yeah. Dwayne Pomeranian visited his neighbor. He said her house was full of candles and symbols. Before, before he left, she cut a lock of his hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, 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 You do not uh, let uh, people uh, cut uh, your hair. Nope. <laughs> Can't I have my hair? <laughs> I only want a lock. <laughs> no. It was thought that she placed a spell or a curse on the Pomeranian house using Dwayne as a conduit. That's possible. You know what's odd is that uh, I didn't know that much about this case. I didn't know that witchcraft was involved. And one of my clients today was talking to me about um, that. So, like, with our, with our psychic work that we do, I don't do spells. I'm not familiar with spells. It's just not something that I do. Um, and we're not even allowed to talk about it, really, with our clients. However, she was telling me about that. So I was, um, I was like, oh, like, kind of looking into it a little bit. Like, what? Like, do people, does it work? Or, like, what is it? Just trying to figure it out because I don't know anything about it. But, like, some people are really skeptical about um curses and spells so much that when they go to like the hairdresser they won't even leave their hair on the ground because they're afraid that somebody could do something with it wow so so i learned that today fun fact don't don't leave your hair on the ground at the hairdresser because somebody might be able to cast a spell on you with that so it's funny that this came up because i was like reading it an hour ago just as a fluke sometimes i feel like i'm cursed um and i wonder if it is uh Somebody at the water department got all the hair that I leave in the drain. <laughs> like <laughs> mixing it up in a stew. <laughs> you never know. You just That's don't know. It's interesting that people. You would, just never like, know. No, I'm going to take my you hair. I'm going to take my so hair cool. with me. Yeah, it's how like people are weird about telling you your social security number. I'm worried <laughs> about my hair. I, I have a plastic bag. We're going to put it in there, <laughs> and it's going to come with me. No dark magic for me. Thanks. Goodbye. (laughs)
I'm going to talk. Um, there, this is interesting because there is something called the rule of three. And it's um, it's something that the, the Wiccans believe in um, neo-pagans and occultists um, that whatever you're putting out there is going to come back to you fold. Yes, I was also, I I happened upon that this week when I was reading. So if you do cast a spell on somebody, whatever it is, it'll come back to you. So whatever, if this lady was doing stuff to their house, I don't want to know what happened to her. Yeah. Because it had to have been bad because of that rule of three. Unless she knew some sort of crazy way around it. But yeah, I guess it's just always good, no matter what religion you're in, to just go with golden rule and treat people the way you want to be treated and, and not send ghosts over to their house. The current owners of the Dice House have lived there for 30 years. The children and grandchildren sometimes see orbs. On one occasion, the kitchen radio came on while it was unplugged. The daughter once saw a light glowing face looking into their home, and when they looked outside, there were no footsteps in the freshly fallen snow. Would that be enough to make you move, Adam? Creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> if I have a neighbor that says something slightly mean to me, I would absolutely move. If I saw an orb with a face, gone. Gone. I wouldn't even tell my, I, I would text my wife from the car. <laughs> I've taken the dog. <laughs> Follow us or don't. It's risk your own life. We're out of here. <laughs> the pounding noises have stopped. When asked what he would say to the doubters, retired Sergeant Clark from the Saginaw County Sheriff's Department said, I would say to a doubter, not to doubt. There are a lot of things that happen in this world that are unexplainable. And I would also say many of these things we are not to know. I like that. I would say to a doubter, don't doubt. Stop (laughs) doubting, doubter. Doubter. Nobody likes a doubter, dude. Keep an open mind, man. Yeah. I like how he's like, he finishes like, we are not to know. I hope that science explains a lot in the future. Like, why does tarot work so well? I think that everything is going to be related to science eventually. Um, And I wonder if this is something, I don't know, something that could be explained in time. Theories. Was it a hoax? If so, by who? Oh, could it be issues with the home that they weren't able to figure out? Was it something sent by a witch? The witch? Or is this a ghost that had nothing to do with the witch? What is? What do you think, guys? Um, let's see. I'm going to go with, uh, poltergeist. This seems like a real poltergeisty boy Mm -hmm. to me. Very angry, manifesting, um, not only moving objects, um, knows by name. At one point, Terry said that they had, um, they were wondering with the voice, how specific it, it could get and with the knocking to see if it could talk back to them. And um, they said, if you hate Mr. Pomeraining, knock five times. And then they waited about 15 seconds and then five knocks. And they said, if you hate Mabel Pomeraining, knock 10 times. And then they waited and then it 
10, 10 knocks. And then if you hate Dwayne and Terry, they went through all of it. So it seems very like, uh, from my understanding of poltergeist, that's like way beyond what they've ever been seen them as capable of. Mm-hmm. So I think this is, I think this is the number one stunner, uh, most powerful, um, poltergeist of all time. Yeah. Well, documented poltergeist. Yeah. You know, that's interesting that you should say poltergeist. I didn't even put that on the theories list, but it makes sense because they say that poltergeists often come around while people are in puberty. Oh, uh, poltergeists are perverts. Yeah. I don't know. The energy draws. I'm like, I'm just being a poltergeist out here in a cloud. Oh, wait. (laughs) Middle school. (laughs) What is the difference between a poltergeist and a ghost? So a poltergeist is more uh, a vengeful ghost. It's got negative energy toward the living world, essentially. So it's just not like, you know, how you see like a ghost like chilling in a window or like a little doggy in the running around. Right. It's uh, so the word poltergeist is German for loud ghost or noisy spirit. Mm-hmm. It is a ghost or spirit that is responsible for physical disturbances, such as loud noises and objects being moved or destroyed. Oh, this sounds like exactly what is going on there. Yeah, throwing knives and pillow fights mm-hmm. and shit. Lifting the refrigerator, putting a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. I really love that he called the police every day. And that so many people were able to document this and that they didn't just like give up and move out. Like, I'm so glad that we have a little bit of proof here that is, you know, runs back to actual, you know, government employees and the Duke University came out. So interesting. They had to make a report every time they came out and they came out at least 35 times. Yeah. Kate, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I'm tied between the witch lady putting a curse on them and i i would say hoax but i can't really say that because like my instinct would be like hoax it's a hoax but you guys just said it's like 35 police uh, reports i can't go against that so maybe she was a witch and she did curse them maybe um <clears throat> and when you hear about things like the pillow floating in midair and uh, the knife, which was another officer, right? The knife flew at the officer. Um, right. Like an, another person who is, you know, bound to tell the truth. Um, that is some scary stuff. It is. And there's a bunch of stuff that we are like, this case is so huge that we're only kind of touching on some of it. Like there's a bunch of stuff that we're not even going to be able to handle. Or talk about. So I want to go back um, and tell you the name of the documentary in case anybody's interested in watching it. I know the only place I could find it was actually on um, Prime Video. So it is called A Haunting on Dice Road. And it came out on, um, it came out in 2016. And it was directed by Stephen T. Shippey, although he's also a rap artist and his name, his rap name is Prozac. So, so in case you want to watch it, I think, Adam, did you watch the part two on it or were you watching a, um, a completely different thing? Oh, I watched, uh, there's a uh, video podcast 
where Mr. or Terry was a, a guest Ooh. and they just kind of let him talk for like an hour. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting and scary. Yeah. Yeah. Pam, what, so what scary. theory do you believe? I mean, I wanted to go with hoax, but the more you listen to it, um, the less that I can go with that. I mean, it seems like, um, we have so many valid witnesses. So I'm going to also go with poltergeist, but I don't know, like maybe the witch was able to call poltergeist with that, um, kid's hair because he is young. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how spells and curses work, but I, I mean, I've heard from what I can tell from people, people say they work, but I don't, I don't know that much about it. So I'm no expert in how that works at all. I don't know. We're no spell experts. No, don't know anything I don't do that. spells, but maybe we, obviously we need to learn about it so that we can podcast about it. It's pretty interesting, right? This has certainly raised a lot of questions. You guys think you can provide some answers for us? Well, sure we can. So, um, listeners, Pam and I are tarot card readers, so we're going to take a look at this situation with the Dice Road Haunting to see what we can figure out. Just give us a moment while we shuffle our cards. If we're shuffling cards and stuff about it, do not come to our houses. <laughs> it up. It's real creepy thing. <laughs> we're good. I want to start out by saying that I'm getting tons of love cards. I'm not. And I think that that's the um, Pomerang. The Pomeranians. I think that's the Pomeranians. And um, there was a lot of love in their house. Um, and um, and it shows moving cards. They eventually moved. And they were looking at their options. But I feel like in spite of this, everybody loved each other very much. This probably brought them closer. So here's the deal with the cards that I have. The first card that I have talks about a woman who's temperamental and fickle. The rest of the cards that I have are telling me about struggles and problems and how somebody's going to have to fight for what is rightfully theirs and that they need to get and receive support from others because the situation is draining and um, emotional frustration causes stress um, and that in the future position there's a brand new beginning. Um... So they must have left the house eventually because uh, that's what it looks like. Um, they did. They left. Uh, in where, ni- they left after a fire in 1975. Okay, and then um, there's a card that talks about resting at home. So whatever this entity or thing is, is that's causing problem. I feel like it's it's still there, but it's just kind of at rest. And then. I think it's funny that you said that because what I was picking up is that it was always there before they built yeah, the house. Yeah, like it's yeah, I think yeah, it's dor- It went dormant for a while and then it kind of went to bed. This card, next card, talks about a house move out of the area, so that just talks about the family and how they moved away and better times ahead. And then the last card that I have. 
Do these people make money off this story? Probably. In some way. I don't know. Okay. Somebody, somebody does. The last card... The last card that I have is talks about money and abundance. So, um, it doesn't really tell me. Uh, there was a story that we did a while ago. I think it was the Mothman where, like, every card was, like, talking a little bit about lies and not trusting people. We've not, I've not seen any cards about that in this one. Yeah, so I don't think that it's, uh, it's a hoax, but we can go ahead and ask that straight out. Yeah. And I'm picking up that it's not a hoax. That's what, what about you? No, no, not a hoax. Okay. Is this a... Did this lady, the lady who lived by them, did she practice witchcraft? Was she practicing witchcraft? I get yes. Okay. And did she put a curse on their house? I get no. Yeah, I'm also picking up a no. I don't think that she put a curse on their house. Okay. So it was she's ruled out. <clears throat> now, the noise is banging. Was that a poltergeist? Picking up that it was. What are you picking up? I'm picking up that it was. Hmm. Okay. 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 And um, was this always there? Yes. Yeah, I'm picking up yes also. One thing I'm also picking up is I asked, is it just in that location? Um, There's another house next door that they've also done some research on because it's haunted. They've said, and also the um, Dice Cemetery, they say that is haunted. So I'm just like double checking now to see like if it can travel all these areas. And I get yes. I hope it can't travel very far. I want to figure out. I want to figure out why. Like, what's the deal with that family? Like, why was it centered on that family? Was it centered on that family because they had um, kids going through puberty? No. Does it hate everybody all of the time? No. It just hated the Pomeranians. Yes. Interesting. Here's the deal. I just pulled some cards to see, like, why that family? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why them? Why Why did they have? And so I got a card. And <clears throat> for those of you who know tarot cards, I got the Five of Cups card. And this is the Unrequited Love card. It's a card where somebody feels down and depressed. And they've kicked over three cups that are sitting in front of them. And there's two sitting behind them. Uh, usually this talks about heartbreak and looking to this, uh, the past with sadness and regret. Um, this card can also mean that you're meeting somebody from the past and that there may be a house move. So I get, I'm kind of picking up with this card that maybe there was some jealousy going on because I have another card that is the Ten of Cups card that is a family card. That card means happy, happy family. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting the impression it's like, hey, this isn't fair. Where's my family? Um, 
Did this ghost entity know them from somewhere? No. Did they feel? I think it. I think it did it feel jealous it felt, when it watched them? Yes. Yeah, it felt upset. Like I want my family. I didn't get my family. Screw you. Interesting. Get out of, get here. Out of here. And also, <laughs> that's what I'm. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to tell you also that what is interesting is that card that you're reading um, often means that um, something looks like it's done, but it's not. The five of cups card. Yeah, the one with the cups that are some cups that are still standing. So the guy thinks that he knocked over all the cups in the in the card, but there's a couple behind him, which means that. It's not gone. Mm-hmm. Does it like the family that lives there now? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, those people look pretty happy. Like, they love each other a lot. I guess, you know how certain things can trigger you or certain people can trigger you? Mm-hmm. Maybe for some mm-hmm. reason or another, this triggered... Was this person, was this poltergeist ever a person? I mean, I feel like it, I feel like it, it, it was, and maybe somehow or another, um, that family reminded, reminded it of its family at one time. But the new family? No, I don't see like, oh, oh. I don't feel like it feels any kind of hatred towards them. I'm going to go sage my house now. <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We love you so much. And as always, bye-bye.